Hello there, you're listening to the Sort Yourself Out podcast. This week, we're discussing one of the superpowers on the path to greater well-being, the power of forgiveness. I'm your host, Janine Hunt, natural health therapist for over 30 years, hypnotherapist, lifelong learner, and student of the ageless wisdom. Here on the Sort Yourself Out podcast, and in my Better Than Happy Zone membership, I teach powerful, top-down techniques and practices so that you can master your mind and emotions, free yourself of what's holding you back, expand your consciousness, and nourish your soul. So let's get started. Well, hello there, and thank you so much for joining me today. This week, we're discussing the power of forgiveness. And this is such an important area in achieving greater well-being. Forgiveness is, at its core, about freedom and about moving forward in life. It's about moving forward in life unencumbered. Now that's a nice word. So before we begin, I just want to say you might be hearing the odd sound coming from outside. I've got my... My window's open today. We're having a bit of a heat wave here in France, and it's early morning, and there's some cool air flowing in, which is very welcome. So you might be hearing some little tweetings of birds or something like that. Um, Dolly the pigeon is out there cooing away. (laughs) So my mic is probably picking up some of that stuff, and I just really want to profit from the cool air at the moment because it's been getting quite warm in this top room in the house. So that's what's going on if you're hearing birds. (laughs) So back to the topic today. Today we're going to be looking at several different ways that the power of forgiveness can operate in our lives and thus vastly improve our lives. So one of the first things we need to do with forgiveness is we need to forgive ourselves. Now, how many things are there in your life, big or small, where you look back and cringe (laughs) or you feel shame or guilt or anger at yourself for something you said or maybe some way you behaved or treated somebody or maybe even for something that you didn't do but wish you had. Now many of us spend lifetimes beating ourselves up, reliving again and again our perceived inadequacies or errors of judgment. There is also the forgiveness of other people, and this can be even harder than forgiving yourself because it can feel really wrong to forgive someone who has harmed us, and we often think, no way am I forgiving him or her. They don't deserve forgiveness. And it can feel to us like forgiving them would be equivalent to condoning their behavior or letting them off the hook. And that really galls us. So that is especially difficult when there has been some terrible act that was inflicted upon you or your loved ones. But this is the really important thing to know. 
As long as you refuse to forgive, you remain trapped in cycles of blame, bitterness, fear, and resentment. So ultimately, forgiveness is for you. Forgiveness is for your own sake, your own freedom, your own health and well-being, and your ability to move on unburdened. We probably all know somebody whose life has been poisoned by their hatred or resentment towards someone or some wrong done to them. But what does holding on to this do for them? Really, it should be said, what does holding on to this hatred or resentment do to them? Well, we've already said that it's poisoned their life. But what has this done to their health, their sense of well-being, their personal and spiritual growth? Because emotions like bitterness, resentment, blame, hatred, and anger are exactly the kind of things that make us sick, that turn up in the body as illness. So imagine if you are feeding these emotions regularly, the effect it can have on your health. And when we refuse to forgive, we cast ourselves as the victim. And that is giving our power away. So not only do we have the initial wrongdoing that requires forgiveness, but now we have given our power over to that person, our power to move on, to be happy, to be healthy, and more serene in our minds and hearts. But there is so much more to it, so much more suffering of our own making that we add to the initial wrongdoing when we refuse to forgive. And yet we think that those other people don't deserve it. But you do. It's vitally important to recognize that when we are holding on to self-righteousness, blame, hatred, bitterness, resentment, and judgment of someone else, we are not punishing them or making them pay. They don't even know probably that we're feeling that way towards them. What we are doing, in fact, is amplifying the original harm done by them and turning it back on ourselves. Emotions such as these are poisonous to the physical body. They cause enormous imbalances in our emotional and mental bodies, and they actually keep us hooked to the other energetically. We are bound together energetically with the people that we won't or can't forgive. Now that's quite an unpleasant thought, right? (laughs) But when you forgive someone, you sever the emotional and mental bonds and free yourself from continuing to suffer the harm in this lifetime. So while it may be uncomfortable or unwelcome to hear, every event and relationship in our lives is an opportunity to learn, evolve, and achieve greater freedom. Forgiveness allows you to release your attachment, however unpleasant and undesirable, to a particular situation and person and to to detach from these on an energetic level. 
And also, in the larger, more unfathomable picture of life, you free yourself on a karmic level so that you do not have to recapitulate similar patterns with the same person in future incarnations. The Ageless Wisdom tells us that we create karmic bonds and relationships with people, and that until we, con- until we consciously sever these ties by offering forgiveness and thus detaching energetically from this bond, that we will continue to incarnate with these people in one form or another until we do liberate ourselves. In detachment, karmically as in so many other ways, we attain freedom. An example of this is perhaps a situation between you and another that may have been arranged prior to incarnation so that together you could learn valuable lessons. Or you may have been offering a service to another so that they could learn. Or things might be the result of a karmic relationship in past lives that you can resolve in this lifetime by forgiving and cutting the energetic ties that bind you. In detachment, we move from a contracted, stuck state to expansion and movement to higher levels of spiritual unfoldment. Now, it has been said that you cannot really be free of a situation until you are able to love it. And while this may seem impossible or even slightly nutty, I have created several techniques that will help you to begin to detach yourself and extricate yourself mentally, emotionally, and energetically. More on this in a bit. On this topic of not being able to free yourself until you're able to love it, I love the situation, Louise Hay said, Love is always the answer to healing of any sort, and the pathway to love is forgiveness. No one is asking you to love the act that requires forgiveness. However, if you are ready to consider the larger picture of life, you may at least gain some equanimity around it. When we forgive and let go, we redeem destructive energies that may have persisted across lifetimes. And this is a transmutation that ultimately brings you greater freedom and helps you to evolve. As the Tibetan master said, The work of forgiveness is the age-long work of the soul in matter or form. The unfoldment of the soul's journey through countless incarnations and the multitudes of connections in which we make appearances in others' lives in various relationships, this time, say, as a daughter and maybe the next time as the parent, This may all be completely unfathomable to us here in our physical bodies on planet Earth. But when we are aware of the vastness of this cosmic process that we're all involved in, and we commit to keep moving toward greater freedom, we can appreciate more clearly 
the value and necessity of forgiveness. Every event in our lives, especially the painful ones, every event contains the seed of transformation and liberation. So it's really important to endeavor to stand back a little and try to observe a situation from the standpoint of the soul. Not be so caught up on the ego level. To try to understand what's going on on a deeper inner level and from there to discern the potential for growth that is inherent in the situation. The power to observe and discern the lessons that we are learning via certain connections or relationships or circumstances brings deeper meaning into our lives and is also one of the main skills we need to develop on the spiritual path. This is a skill that allows us to be in the world but not of it. We can fully participate in the stuff of life learn the lessons of being a spirit clothed in our animal body, being spirit in form. But the important thing here is not to be identified with the body, the flesh, the animal with its instincts of self-preservation and the wild fluctuation of emotions that characterize identification with the form life. To be in the world but not of it, we are aware of our spirithood. We know who we are. First and foremost, we are spirit. Now, is this easy? No, (laughs) it's not easy. But this is a process, the long process of life, the long process of life, as the Tibetans said. And we all need to start somewhere some day. And with forgiveness, we've hit on a great starting point. It's something that we can all make use of and start using in our lives. And when we consider the vastness of our life and our many incarnations and karmic relationships throughout our various lifetimes, when we forgive and let go, get this, We heal across time and space. Now, there's one other aspect of forgiveness I want to discuss. So far, we've talked about forgiving ourselves, forgiving others, and now I want to look at asking for and receiving forgiveness from other people. Now, there are several ways that we can do this. We can do the literal way, meeting up with the person or phoning them and asking for forgiveness. But sometimes this is not desirable or even possible if, say, the people have passed on or we don't know how to contact them or it's just plain too traumatic to be dealing with them. But that doesn't mean that we cannot ask for and obtain forgiveness in these cases. If we go back to that principle that we are spiritual beings and understanding as such that we are all connected on the spiritual level, then we can do this as energy work, 
approaching it as souls. This is work in consciousness, and it's made possible via the etheric network through which we are all related. Now, I have one more thing for you to consider, and this is especially interesting for those of us who do not want to forgive or who feel strongly that letting go of their blame, bitterness, and hatred condones the injustices perpetrated against us. And that is this. Energy follows thought. I say it all the time. (laughs) But energy follows thought. And strongly felt emotions that we repeatedly nourish are powerfully magnetic. And they attract to us similar events, circumstances, and people of a similar low vibration. So when you dwell on your pain and resentment, you are trapped in an energetic cycle where you are bringing the past into the present moment, denying yourself peace in the present as well as in the future because the present moment is your point of power. You create tomorrow's reality through the beliefs and thoughts that you energize today. When you relive the past, you are effectively robbing yourself of the creative potential of the present moment and drawing to yourself more of the same undesirable energies. So have a think on that one if you're finding it hard to offer forgiveness. So going back to where we started, can you see more clearly now how forgiveness is for your own sake? Can you appreciate the importance, the significance, the necessity of forgiveness on the path to greater well-being, better health, inner peace, and even spiritual growth? In my Better Than Happy membership, I have recently released a whole program on forgiveness. It's a five-part mini-course that covers all these areas of forgiveness that we discuss today. There are practices for forgiving others, forgiving ourselves, receiving forgiveness, as well as an energy session to cut the ties that bind you. These sessions are work in consciousness. And as such, we are working with the higher part of ourselves via the etheric network which links us all in consciousness. So if this interests you, go check out my Better Than Happy Zone membership at betterthanhappyzone.com. It's full of practices and techniques to help you free yourself of all that holds you back and to really uplift your well-being on all levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual. And at the moment, you can check it out for only $1. You'll get 14 days to get into the zone and see what it's all about and to use all the techniques and practices and trainings that are in there to take your well-being to the next level and to help you advance on your spiritual path. So once again, that's my Better Than Happy Zone membership at betterthanhappyzone.com. 
For one wee dollar, you really have nothing to lose and loads to gain. So do go have a look and see if it's a good fit for you. Okay, my friend, I am going to wrap this up for today. I hope I've helped you to see the power of forgiveness and that forgiveness is for your own sake. Try to always keep this in mind. Forgiveness is for your own well-being, here and now and tomorrow, and even in future lifetimes as well. Nice. Did you hear that little goat going off in the distance? He likes that too. (laughs) And we got some roosters chipping in. (laughs) So thanks so much for listening and spending your time with me. I really do appreciate it. Take care, and I'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening and for sharing this podcast and for subscribing and leaving me a lovely five-star review on iTunes. Those things really help to get the podcast out there so that it can serve more people. If you have any questions or would like me to address a certain topic, I'd love to hear from you. You can email me at info at Thanks again, and I'll see you next week.